Uh, welcome, Hard Yarns Patreons. Hopefully it's not too hot where you're listening. And if it is, <laughs> it's not real. No. <laughs> no. We are joined today by Climate Risk Analyst. Is that what it would be Climate called? Risk and Resilience Consultant. Risk okay. and Resilience Consultant. Resilience ties in with our podcast. Yes. Uh, but before we do, if you have any risk at your workplace and you need to be insured for mm. it, alltradescover.com.au will cover you if you're a sole trader or even a subcontractor. A hundred percent all trades, as you can see there behind our wonderful guest there, alltradescover.com.au. Yeah. If you have, uh, if you work on a submarine and there's uranium spilling out, they'll cover it. Mm. If you work <laughs> on sure the coast, and that, Daniel. Uh, <laughs> maybe hit up John about that one. I'm sure <laughs> that they can provide cover. If you're on the coast and it's eroding, he will cover you. Read the video. Uh, yeah, classic. Please, uh, we please do read the terms and guidelines. <laughs> we do appreciate your support, uh, all trades. So they're awesome. Uh, speaking of support, we also got support from Raunchy. Oh, yeah. The beer that's actually good. If you want to try it, come to the Christmas party Friday, December the 15th. They are doing their Christmas party with us. Yeah. And there'll be some Raunchy uh, either on tap or available for purchase. Not sure what the go is yet. I think we need to spend 1500 on the bar to get the venue. Yeah. But that will be covered in two rounds, I think. 100%. And, yeah, I think it's going to be a good night. We actually had a fair response from a lot of the past guests to come. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if you want to come and meet some of the past guests, um, yeah, yeah, they'll be jumping in. We got uh, Boris was keen, John Elliott, obviously Mm. our pod pod sponsor, Alan Roberts, the people's champ. Yeah, we got a lot of people who are going to come, so it should be a good night. Uh, Regardless, you get to meet some of the listeners and... And the and, and, and the, the guests. Show. Yeah, mm, so. but we are joined today by Caleb Joyce uh, from GHD. G'day, g'day. Yeah. <laughs> what do we talk about today? Do we go conspiracy minded, or do we go logical, or practical, or a bit of both? I think yeah. we could do a bit of both. Mm. Yeah. Base it around climate change and see what's going on out there. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, we covered. I think. What did I solve? Uh, you solved a few things. Ocean, yeah. ocean acidification. Yep. I think uh, recycling. Recycling was one of them. Yeah, and then we. Solve maybe mining, mm. but uh, yeah, today's a good just science, um, a science, good science lesson. Yeah, we pressed on some issues that we uh, like had questions on. We pressed on whether our information was even being propagated. So, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it was a good, really cool, nuanced, even balanced discussion on something that's a very topical conversation at the moment. So. Yeah, so uh, get your educational ears on. I sound like my teacher. Put your listening ears on. One, two, three. <laughs> eyes on me. And we're about to <laughs> melt some minds, not some poles yet again. <laughs> Let's go. Let's get hard. Let's get Welcome hard. Welcome to Hard Yarns Podcast. I am fucking fat. <laughs> <laughs> Anything Chris White says, please <laughs> disregard it. 5D is actually a state of being. It's a unity consciousness. That was Hard Yarns with me, Frankie Rose. So I'm going to throw it over to your co-host. Daniel Delby. And Cameron Brand. I would do this and then I'd gong. <laughs> Free in attendance for the millions listening at home. <laughs> Let's get hard. <laughs> what does what Rogan say? It's a fist. Fist. So, um, yeah, what's your job title and what, what exactly do you do? Yeah, so I'm a climate risk and resilience consultant nice. with a professional services firm called GHD uh, here in Perth. Yeah. Basically, uh, my role is to look at the risk posed by climate change to um, certain assets or infrastructure, um, businesses or areas uh, within Australia. Right. So first of all, they admit climate change is real. Yes. Because you have to look at the risk of climate change. Well, at least they've got to see that it's a 
fiscally yeah. <laughs> important Fis- for fiscally <laughs> important. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they're like, oh, okay, we'll check that out. Yeah, yeah. So. Interesting, interesting. So what did G? What did GHD, GHD do? So what they're a um, global uh, professional services firm. Yeah. So um, consultancy, design, yep. uh, that sort of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Engineering. So, so is that uh, evaluating the risk of like potential climate crisis and and like insurance stuff or what's yeah what, it, it can it can um, encompass insurance costs mm-hmm. um but when we look at it we sort of say okay what are the climate risks to this specific area looking out to say 2100 mm-hmm. and what are your assets and how could those risks hazards um cause risk for your business or wow. yeah, set up so what how accurate is it i mean for the sake of your job and your wage it's <laughs> very accurate <laughs> but, yeah uh so all the climate models are basically done on confidence levels and the way they get to those confidence levels is by their ability to um, predict past climate events or averages sort right. of thing. So, um, yeah, and they always give you those like high confidence, medium confidence, low confidence. So give thing. us an example. Is there an example you can think of of a past event that had been predicted and like... Mm. So it's not specific events. It's like significant changes of uh, away from the average over a period of time sort of thing. Right. So it's sort of more projecting trends sort of thing rather than okay. specific events. It's not going to be like, oh, Cyclone Tracy. Yep, yeah. Nailed it. Not okay. going to be like that. Okay. okay. So obviously there's a bit of like <coughs> – it's been. I think it's been hijacked politically sometimes, left and right and, yeah, and whatnot, the climate debate. Um, I uh, recognise that there's definitely some, some fucking shit going on with the climate <laughs> and, uh, and whatnot. The argument is always whether it's a natural cycle or whether it's human – uh, caused or yeah. even sped up. I I definitely subscribe to the fact that we we are contributing to some form of pollution and making things worse. For sure. But uh, the question is, are we the sole cause of the heating, or is that something you know, or is that something we know? Is We're certainly not the sole cause of it, but we are the biggest contributor. Mm-hmm. And the way we look at that is across like a long period of time. Yes, like say epochs, you know, thousands to millions of years, the yeah. climate has natural variability in it and that's me that's across those huge time frames yeah mm. but we've with uh, industrialization um, the use of fossil fuels gas coal etc um yeah, since industrialization that change has happened in such a rapid amount of time that we can really identify it measure it and, and then compare it and be like oh we, we are impacting the climate directly with, um, with our actions right mm. and it doesn't match up with the natural cycle of us either getting hotter or colder no and right because it's over too, those the, the difference is yeah, too marked. yeah and, and in such a short period of time and that's i suppose the big risk is because nothing has time to evolve mm. um, to those changes where with natural variability because it happens over such a long process slow process they have time to evolve say you know um, ecologies yeah um environments that sort of thing because yeah. we see cherry picking on both sides oh, you see sure. the cherry yeah. picking for the people suggesting that we are the sole cause yeah. which where they'll they'll cut out the prior to it starting <laughs> to go down and yeah. up and and whatnot and in the other direction you'll find the people who say no nah, this is a natural cycle but they will cut yeah. out the last 50 60 70 years of that trend and wow that's a bigger that's a huge spike and yeah gone right. further than it's yeah. ever gone so uh yeah i i see both sides but they're both cherry picking why why is it up for debate why isn't it this is a clear-cut science mm. i honestly think we're probably in the mainstream at least past the point of debating whether climate change is happening and what are the causes and that you know anthropogenic um, climate change is a real thing mm. so human-induced climate change uh which is great because you don't have to have those conversations anymore. It's no preamble to like, oh, yeah, we, we're trying to convince you that this is happening. Mm. Everyone's sort of on board in the mainstream sort of thing. Mm. Um, obviously, 
I can see why people cherry pick because they want to get their story across and mm. you know sometimes it's for the right reasons other times it's because someone just clings on to one piece of information and can't let that go because it proves their point yeah yeah so I see like it. a fight with your ex girlfriend. So I've been yeah. seeing it as it is. There is natural cycles, and of, of course we're going to go through these sorts of ups and downs. Yep. But um, the one thing that not grinds my me, gears grinds my gears is the taxes. Yeah, this yeah, is okay. what I cannot get behind. Where we want to be taxed for something that is potentially naturally evolving, even though mainstream media yep. or mainstream. Uh, acceptance of climate change being real yeah mm. so what taxes uh specifically are you referring the to carbon tax yeah okay yep. how yeah what like, impact is that going to make because specifically because of the impact of someone like china who's just not involved yeah. in any of these sorts of they're just not going to pay carbon tax taxes and, and then we yeah, get fucked cuts over. that we're going to be making yeah that's that's right and that's a, a common argument sort of thing and it always confuses me because yeah. I think about it, all the subsidies that the fossil fuel industry receives from government, mm. and yet they're then charging taxes to people that might be trying to do better, or you know, mm. the common citizen. It's yeah. like, well, I can see where that money could come from. Yeah, because yeah. there's room for nuanced discussion about this. This isn't like a clean cut. Like, I know. I'm right, you're wrong. This is yeah. like, well, you know, these these taxes. I understand. It feels like that they're almost a. We're looking like we're doing something. That's what it feels. A lot like. of the time, it is tick boxing, unfortunately. Mm. Um, and there's always, you know, different mechanisms and different levers to pull, whether it's, you know, carrot, you know, with incentives or mm. the stick with taxes or something like that. Mm. Mm. But, do, uh, yeah, when it, I think what's China's is there, there is like a third of the, of the globe's uh, contribution to carbon. Uh, absolutely. Emissions. And, and uh, when you look at that per capita, though, Australia's worse than China. Really? So that's wow. how you have to break it down. So, yeah, obviously China's got oh, way more billions people. of people, right? Yeah. So of course they're going to be worse. There's just more people in the room. Yeah. Wow. Whereas if you start breaking it down, like, you know, per 100, per 1,000 people, mm. Australia contributes much more. Do we know who the worst uh, contributors are per capita? Or is that yeah, not discussed? Yeah, it's primarily um, developed countries. Mm. Mm. So when you look at... Uh, de- uh, sorry, yeah, development. When you look at um, lower socioeconomic countries or developing countries, they contribute much less of uh, the, the global warming yeah. impact. Mm. And, and, and they're also... Dis- proportionately affected by the climate changes on yeah yeah with the global warming yes right where do we take those measures from is is there like a thermometer i'm I'm gonna sound like a spaz here right is it is it from a thermometer in the middle of the ocean is there one in africa (laughs) it all average it out so this i suppose there's no real point comparing like the the climate that we're experiencing today or the projections for the near future against stuff we had tens of thousands of years ago because Mm. it's not relevant anymore mm. so we kind of compare it to baseline so um under ar6 which is um the modeling uh scenarios that ipcc did um is what's ipcc international, uh, international protection of oh carbon commission intergovernmental panel on climate change right, okay. i had to think about that i would yeah, yeah, yeah. if i got that wrong that's right if um, you don't know anything as well just say you don't know we'll, we'll so just edit fine. it out right yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um yeah, so, uh, so they had AR5 and their baseline for that was 1986 to 2005. Right. So basically for layman to read it and go, oh, okay, the change is 10%. 10% against what? So the baseline yeah. was that. And now they've updated their climate models and they've changed the AR, um, AR6, uh, also RCPs, um, which is reduction uh, concentration pathways basically to uh, shared sh- socioeconomic pathways instead so it considers it more holistically right and mm. sort of breaks it down um 
if we keep following this trajectory, this is where we'll end up sort of thing. And from like wow. middle of the road to worst case scenario to like, yeah, probably not going to happen. Okay. Wow. And, but to measure from yep. 1985, that's super recent. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Right. So they're just saying the amount of increase in – what is it? They're measuring temperature or are they measuring so carbon dioxide in the environment? What sort of measurements are they mm. Yeah, so average um, – global average temperature, mm. um, seawater temperature, um, ocean acidity, uh, yeah, carbon dioxide. Yeah. Um, and they, they read it as CO2E, like equivalent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, methane, um, hydrofluorocarbons, they all have uh, like a commensurate global warming potential and they right. compare that against the baseline, which is CO2 – so CO2 will be, is just one kilogram of CO2 is equal to one kilogram of CO2 in the atmosphere. Mm. Yeah. Whereas one kilogram of methane might be equal to 26 kilograms okay. of CO2 in the atmosphere. But just to make it simple to understand and to, to read, that's how they're all um, yeah. transferred. And methane, that's a naturally occurring gas though, right? For sure. So um, but with like, the gas plants and everything like that, obviously mm. we're burning much more um, methane through, through the gas usage. And we also have fugitive emissions from mm. those... Um, gas processing facilities, and that's um, largely unaccounted for or really um, underestimated sometimes. Right. Well, speaking about, like, the emissions and carbon dioxide specifically, that, that one gets put as the well, carbon tax. We're, we're taxing carbon dioxide in yep. into the air. It will be Is based on whole emissions of CO2E. Okay, right. yeah, Okay. so the, the, in, the thing I'm interested in is if we're trying to lower the, the amount of carbon in the atmosphere, yep. don't, and this is often brought up by the conspiracy theorists and even people who just push against the, yep. the natural versus um, human caused, aren't we taking away carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere that our trees need to breathe into new oxygen and regenerate? Uh, the trees have enough, so stuff them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, we're, we're sort of... Um, clearing deforesting way too quickly and, and too much that the extra carbon in the atmosphere is not going to make up for mm. you know it's not going to grow our trees much quicker or anything like and that did, and did i read incorrectly or is it maybe misinformation that there's more greenery more foliage trees forest whatever mm. you want to call it on earth than there was like 50 60 years ago I'm not actually sure on that specific measurement. I mm. can't imagine there is just because of the rapid well, This is the, the logical thought is like, oh, we must be deforesting, we must be contributing so, yeah. to that sort of issue. But uh, from uh, – uh, maybe we need a Jamie. <laughs> I yeah, can Google yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, maybe I can Google it while you guys keep chatting. Yeah, sure. Double check. But um, I had read that information and it just seems illogical to me. But if that's the case, then what, are, are we contributing to the deforestation as much? Or well, I don't know what the – I don't know if there's an issue there or not. So, yeah. well, I might Google I that one to double check. I think it's certainly one of the issues: deforestation yeah. and then obviously the burn of fossil fuels, mm. uh, the transport sector, um, the construction sector, use of yeah. um, cement. It's got a huge um, CO two um, calculation okay. associated yeah, with that. That's an interesting uh, fact you brought up. I didn't know that until this point. This whole discussion about carbon tax and carbon dioxide. Yeah. I thought it was purely carbon dioxide, but being CO two e the equivalent of CO two. Yeah, so you've got all other gases that are bad for the environment, well, bad in air marks, yeah. the environment that will add to heating it. Yeah, will add to so the greenhouse effect basically, and they're measured against what I said, the, yeah. the global warming we, potential. Yeah. So what's the what what other gases other than methane are there? Are there any man-made ones, or is it all just naturally occurring um, waste product? Oh, yep. that's a that's a hard question. Yeah. <laughs> so is it like um, methane? No, I think like th- I think there um, are certain things that only come from. Uh, man-made the hydrofluorocarbon stuff hydrofluorocarbons and um, the HFC CFCs yeah. 
Um, obviously, there's methane carbon dioxide, which are naturally occurring. Yeah. Um, and for people that have never really learned about why it's bad or why it adds to the greenhouse effect, what is the greenhouse effect? This is the most basic, I think, year 10 stuff. Yeah, it's basically but all these chemicals and gases sitting in the atmosphere and they trap heat and yeah. they don't let, and they basically hold on to the heat yeah. so it can't escape. And so that. And the natural turn of events would be that there wouldn't be as much. Uh, waste product or carbon dioxide or carbon dioxide yep. equivalent in our atmosphere. Absolutely. Carbon dioxide allows a certain amount of heat out of our atmosphere so it doesn't yep. melt the globe. And just in the carbon cycle, which will go in, into uh, carbon dioxide in the air, then yep. it will a little bit will absorb into the ocean. That's not the right word for it, but um, whatever carbon the word is. Carbon sequestration. Carbon sequestration into the ocean, into trees. Uh, a little bit of nitrogen will get through. Yeah. Um, but we're throwing that out of whack, basically. Yeah, out of balance. Yeah, so yeah. for millennia, it's been in a balance and a really lucky balance, I suppose. And then we've come along and just through industrialization, just yeah. thrown it out of whack. And we, I suppose we're close to, if not, have already exceeded some of those tipping points. You right. know, so <coughs> as the atmosphere warms and um, global average temperatures increase, you obviously get ice melts. And then as ice melts, the albedo effect decreases. And that's what's an albedo effect? The albedo effect is. Um, like a service's ability to reflect light. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, know, wow. The green it's like an albino's ability. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We need a few more of them. I heard they're endangered. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, if we had a few billion more albinos, yeah. uh, maybe that would like some light back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as those, uh, you know, the Greenland ice sheet melts or, you know, ice sheets start um, retracting, there's less of an albedo effect. How much do you know about the ice sheet situation? Because that scares me. But some people say it's natural as well. Yeah, so... Sound like Donald Trump there. Some people say <laughs> it's natural. They have to go cyan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know a whole lot except that it is, you know, yeah. receding. And, um, you know, uh, as an example from Antarctica, you know, the summer, uh, the ice melt is going further and further inland and stuff like that. And you yeah. look at historical images, you know, just comparing, you know, mountain ranges that were once covered in snow or whatever, or even from Nepal or, you know, um, the Kashmir region, yeah. you know, northern India and stuff like that. Yeah, well, on the flip side, maybe it is part, of, maybe it's natural. This is just my own theory I've thought of just then, so it's not scientifically back. <laughs> <laughs> but when carbon dioxide goes into the ocean, it makes it more acidic because yes. carbonic acid um, yes. gets created. Yes. Now, more acidity is bad because we have such a uh, small range that corals can live in and that on yeah, flows. And However, if the ice caps are melting, doesn't that add more volume to the water and makes the acid more <laughs> diluted. Yeah, you so would, it's you a would natural so. Yeah, you would yeah. think so. But um I suppose it's just not on the same scale potentially to make yeah. the, the difference up and I'm not really sure of what the right. those two scales are, but that, yeah, it's 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 I could have created them melt. That's right. If we melt it will fix the acid yeah. and we're all good. But mm. uh, that only fix ocean acidification. Yeah, nothing okay. else though. Yeah. 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 Fuck. What so the oceans obviously they have an absorption thing. It, what was I uh, reading the other day about their roles in it? Because it's, uh, so the, uh, the ocean naturally absorbs CO two, and yes. then that gets transformed into carbonic acid, um, and that can affect um, you know the the life cycle of certain things that mm. have um, hard shells and that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So the more acidic it is, the harder it is for something to build a hard shell. Yeah. And then it will die. So do you know? Again, I'm just going off because I this is not something I've read up on too. Mm. Sorry, I should have been doing this as an episode. <laughs> but uh, the Great Barrier Reef was said it's it's actually grown substantially over the last few years. Is that um, is that something that we? I haven't heard that in yeah. quantity or quality. 
Qu- uh, potentially just quality, uh, quantity. Yeah, okay. I, I just yeah. dived it. It looked all right to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. This bit was sick. I yeah. can't imagine they'd just take you to like a bleach yeah. place. Yeah, yeah, And that and that's uh, what I was gonna ask about. Regardless, is that bleaching effect and and what's causing all that? Is that the acidity? No, that's actually the ocean temperatures. So right. Yeah. Once these corals experience like um, waters that are uh, over a certain um, threshold, uh, they basically they kind of like expel these spores that give them their colour and their life. I can't remember the name right. of it. Mm. Um, but, the, yeah, the Great Barrier has got a lot of um, issues, unfortunately, like yeah. with the crown of thorns starfish. You know, there's a lot of... Um, Invasive. Agri- uh, yeah, yeah, and there's like a lot of agriculture up that part of um, Queensland, northern Queensland, and there's, you know, you get a lot of runoff from those um, farms into rivers, like yep. Fitzroy River. I might be getting that wrong. There's a bunch of rivers up there that yep. basically pour out. And then their ability to then go out to where the Great Barrier Reef is, like, so away from the coast or yeah. even up and down the coast is really crazy. And then there's all this nitrogen and phosphorus in there, which leads to, like, these algal blooms, yeah. which is what these um, crown of thorns starfish, like, when they're really small, can feed off, basically, and then right. just go crazy. So the runoff from the fertilisers in the whatever they're giving to agriculture, yeah. it dissolves the, the nitrogen and the phosphorus, yeah. and then that goes into the rivers, which goes out, and then... That helps feed algae. Yep. And then the crown of thorns eats that algae. Yep. And that, why is the crown of thorns bad for the starfish? Because what does it do? It just no, the crown of thorns is a uh, crown of thorns starfish. So it is the starfish. Yeah, itself. yeah. Yeah, so it, So I think why it, is that starfish it, it bad? It eats the for coral. It? Right. Yeah. Okay. As far as I'm aware. So it just like munches munch, down. Munching down. <laughs> yeah. it, gets, it gets hold of some of that sweet nitrogen and phosphorus. Like, mm, yeah. munchy. It's going to get some coral into me. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's like an Italian at fucking Christmas. <laughs> smashes through it all. I'm interested in um, ancient sort of weather and ancient times yep. and how we collect that with the core samples. Yep. So how, how, what, okay, yeah, what is actually happening there? How are we getting yeah, We're core really testing ice? your breadth of yeah. knowledge oh, at the yeah, moment. Yeah, we're yeah. getting to the outer edges. Yeah. Of yeah. 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 Let's rain it in. Yeah. So, yeah, the ice core samples, what are they actually, how are they measuring what the temperature is in those ice core samples? I don't think they're specifically measuring the temperature, okay. but there's obviously, um, like, like we said, gases in the atmosphere okay. that influence the temperature. So based on the... I suppose parts per million or whatever parts per thousand uh, in yep. in a certain like uh, sample size of, of these ice samples, they can predict what, what mm. it was then. And they yeah. know what and years that was taken from because of the depth and the level. Absolutely. And I think also are. like the, the landforms at, you know, certain depths and stuff like that will only occur, or, you know, <laughs> over geological timescales under certain conditions. And mm, you know, someone right. much smarter than me can make, you know, put those together and go, hey, it was this warm or this Yeah, warm. that's what yeah. blows my mind because it's all extrapolation. Oh. But it's best guess, right? I think, yeah, it's guess informed by science and it's currently yeah. the best we've got, I think. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Now, you said a, um, a pretty interesting fact that I hadn't heard um, pre-pod when we got out of the car. You said that... No, pre- inf- misinformation. Misinformation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a misinformation that yeah. has been spread um, about volcanoes and there was one other one. What was the volcano? Uh, the volcano ones were... Uh, I've heard people say and, and read online that... Um, Volcanoes emit more CO two than you know people in the you know we do as a population in the yeah. world. Um, but I think uh, when you actually look at the figures, we're orders of magnitude above what you know that natural variability. Like volcanoes have always been around, yeah, mm. and they've always emitted those things in natural cycles or CO two in natural cycles. Yeah, um, we emit much more, much like, more like yeah. orders of magnitude. Yeah, fucking cra- volcanoes scare me, man. Like. Why the fuck would you ever build near a <laughs> volcano? I know. I've right? never understood that. Like, 
yeah. build somewhere. And what is it? There's is this a is this a myth? I don't know how much you know, but the yellow the volcano under Yellowstone. If that blows up, we're basically half the world's dead. Yeah, I've I've heard stuff like that. I, yeah. I don't know like don't the know. science behind yeah. it, but just right. anecdotally, like yeah, apparently it's. <sighs> Bloody scary. Put some fucking cement down it, man. Well, I, just, <laughs> I was in Sor- an ant's nest. <laughs> yeah. I was in Sorrento recently, and you can see Mount Vesuvius there, and, and the poor. Uh, what's the uh, what's the town there at the at the oh. base? Um, Pompeii. Yeah, Pompeii. the poor villages of Pompeii. Pompeii. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they felt it's from uh, the weather. Anchorman, anchorman, anchorman. Yeah. Uh, but the poor villages, mate. Like to hear that they were under, I think somewhere close to like twenty meters of ash. Or That's something. crazy. Like that's mm. that's buildings high. That's ridiculous, yeah. and it's just—I mean—it's a—it's just across the coast, for, or across the. Well, and the, the most recent from. one was the one off Hawaii that yeah. exploded with the tourists on it. Like yeah, that's fucked. Mm. Well, they've even got the one New Zealand. Why oh, sorry, New Zealand. Yeah, my yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Like they were on there just getting fucking burnt alive, man. Yeah. The guy and the guys that survived completely just. Oh, that scares yeah. the fuck out of me. Um, there was a. Um, did you ever hear about that uh, case um, where I think it was in Africa? A whole village were just dead. They they found them. They were all dead, and they didn't know why. Oh. And um, they were like per- like no injuries, no nothing. And they found out that there was an underwater volcano, and it emitted a fuckload of either methane or carbon dioxide, yeah. and it displaced the oxygen in the area. Yeah. And they all just suffocated and died. That would make sense. I'm just a random. That's terrible. Yeah. That's like that's so freaky. Nature's a serial killer. That's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, it's like when you go park your car and go to a shopping center. It might just be a sinkhole. Just <laughs> 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 rolling the dice. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. I want to talk cows. Oh yeah, I know them. And okay. methane. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, is this bullshit or what, man? Yeah, because no, that's legit. I thought it was from their farts. Apparently, it's from their burping. Really? I was like, those bloody cows stop yeah. burping. But so wouldn't so they're, they're they're suggesting we need to stop eating meat so we can stop having so many cows so we would stop contributing to the for sure. Yep. Never. That is is that is <laughs> is that actually going to have an impact or is it going to be such a point one percent difference that? Nah, it will it will actually make a significant difference. Um, if say right now. Everyone mm-hmm. was vegan, mm. so no dairy, no meat, whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it wouldn't make a significant difference. And th- there are like ways um, scientists are looking at basically different um, feedstock mm-hmm. um, that might have um, seaweed derivatives yeah. or, or whatever, and that'll um, reduce those emissions from the, the livestock themselves. Yeah. But doesn't I saw the seaweed replacement was tr- aiming on reducing less methane yeah. as emissions. But isn't there also the same like the grass that they're eating? Mm-hmm. Is actually contributing to that, but the grass that they're eating, one that would die, would actually fall to the ground, decompose, and create more methane. I think in uh, like industrial scale um, or commercial farming setups, it wouldn't be likely they'd be eating grass. The grass, yeah, yeah, it, like the grass would be gone, sort mm. of thing. Mm. Like, so the vegans wouldn't survive. But yeah. to, to farm vegan stuff with all the transport, the factor, the tractors, the farming, yep. Yep. all the CO two output of that, would that not be the equivalent? I think it would be you'd have to measure it and then you'd have to compare them yeah, like yeah. A, against like you know a, a whole of life thing that in, like um, looks at you know scope one emissions you know mm. from direct fuel being burnt yeah scope two the you know um, energy purchased yeah. that's burnt elsewhere mm. and then you know um, the whole of life embodied 
carbon from you yeah. know transportation like you it said. seems scope three would just be fucking all the co2 that gets emitted from vegans complaining at the moment all their waste products <laughs> of, their, of their voice and we measure that they sh- shut the fuck up for a few minutes they have less co2 coming out of their mouth you need to make a list it seems like the, the most the optimal way for everyone to live is in balance with nature sure. with the permaculture style but you yeah. can't do that on mass scale it just seems mm. almost impossible so, so I don't know what's the best are you asking for a final solution no you, yeah. <laughs> oh my god tell do we need to answer me <laughs> <laughs> tell me do we need to cull some humans really escalating mm. <laughs> um, uh, but how like how can we solve that sort of issue because it, yeah. yeah I think it's a balance right so you can't go to someone that loves meat and go you have to cut, cut out all your meat catch yeah. it later mm. you know you could go Reduce your meat intake, your red meat intake, or mm. you know your meat intake, dairy intake. Yeah. You know, cut that down. Maybe start using public transport instead of uh, you know driving to work every day. Yeah, it's about making those choices. Um, okay, at that scale. But you know, it, it starts in individually, right? Like, yeah. So. But what? Okay. So and this brings up something that really fucking grinds my <laughs> gears. So Cameron. Stop driving your car every day, says Leonardo DiCaprio taking a fucking private jet to Davos, <laughs> yeah. which is the equivalent of me driving my car all fucking year. Yep. What the fuck do they think I'm going to want to do? I'm going to want to fucking punch them in the head when they tell me to yeah. do that shit. Well, I was talking to him last week. <laughs> <laughs> but that, you know, yeah, that's yeah. that, that it's, sort of... It's, it's annoying, just, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. such a hip... Hypocritical oh, way sure. of thinking. Like the, I understand the message they're trying to push, and I understand yeah. they're fucking big movie stars, and they want their own private space. But uh, they're pushing a message for us to do these sorts of things, and they're not contributing themselves in those ways. Yeah, yeah. hopefully well. they're contributing in other ways. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. awareness. Fun, fun, I mean, yeah. awareness. I get awareness. Awareness. Maybe he's, helps. Maybe Leonardo's taking these young girls. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then once the education is complete. He's like, I need to educate, educate the next generation. That's right. I think that's what happens. That's why it's under 25. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's like, I taught you all I know. <laughs> now leave. I can't have anyone younger. Yeah. That's brilliant. Oh, fuck. fuck. Damn, okay. that's well, a great we just premise for a stand-up. We just solved it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's we're By the end of this podcast, we'll be sorted. Yeah. yeah. So let's cycle back to your expertise because this kind of interests me as well. Yeah. Um, you're using climate predictions to help businesses save money essentially i'll save money reduce their risk from the climate hazards so if they understand uh the climate hazards that could affect them you know in 2050 2100 they can either mitigate or they can adapt sort of thing so if they're building a new building it's like well we're not going to put single glazing on we're not going to orientate it this way we're not going to build it with these materials we'll think about the whole cycle and what we can do even down to the paint you'd use on the yeah, like, like yeah. colour of paint. Can you sure. give us like some... Uh, roof, yeah. That's awesome. Can you give us some past case studies if you're allowed to talk about them, like companies you've worked with, issues they had, and how you went about solving the solutions oh, yeah, for yeah. your company? Mm-hmm. If you're allowed to, I don't know if yeah, you can I think it's, Look, I've only been in the industry for maybe a year. Yeah. Um, before that, I was in the military for 11 years. Oh, really? Yeah, well, maybe so we'll talk about that for a little bit because <laughs> that's so interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm very new to this, um, yeah. if, you, if you can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so a lot of my uh, clients are sort of just want to look at their um, their risk profile in a certain location, and it might be somewhere remote, and they go, okay, cool, we're going to do some redevelopment, refurbishment, or we're going to um, bring in new infrastructure. It's like, well, before we do any of that, like bef- we want you to do the climate change risk assessment and adaptation plan yeah to basically inform design right you know so you can tell the designers or the designers and um 
architects can read this and go, oh, okay, cool. It's going to get hotter here. Yeah. There's going to be less rain. There's going to be more um, days over 35 degrees, over 40 degrees. There's going to be more severe fire danger days. Right. There's going to be intense rainfall events, you know, all these sort of things. Yeah. And they can design the drainage to suit it. They can um, build to the, the bow, which is the fire um, yeah. condition uh, code or something. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's protected in that sense. You know, they, yeah. can, they can raise the, the floor level of certain buildings in case there's sea level rise and, yeah. and that sort of stuff. So would most of the companies you work with be mining companies here or is it just it's all across sorts? Across Australia. Um, yeah. But, yeah, um, mining companies, defence, uh, yeah. private companies, publicly listed companies. Did you yeah. get into this through defence? No, not at all. Oh. So I made a career, career Full flip. Uh, pivot, yeah. Yeah. Just like you, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, legit, yeah. So did you do – were you at uni while you are at in the – in my last year um, in the Navy, yeah. I, I was studying full-time. Yeah. And then I took a couple of years off, finished off the study. Yeah. And then moved into consulting. Yeah, right. What um, what were some hectic na- Navy stories? <laughs> no, we're here for climate change. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, I'm interested as in like, because you are talking back before on modelling and like predicting and helping, yeah, yeah. helping these companies predict what's going on but the predictions for the last 50 years have been in 10 years we're going to have acid rain every yeah, day yeah, in yeah. 10 years we're going to have no like the the ice yeah, is going to yeah. melt blah 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 it's always wrong the only way ice is melted is rockingham in a pipe uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are we can confirm uh, <laughs> are we co- constantly making steps in the right direction and that's why they're not coming true are mm, the taxes that theory. we're putting in place actually making an impact? Mm. Um, or is it just they're just fucking always trying to come up with something for us to tax? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not, because I, I pay taxes as well. And yeah. They're pretty yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think it's the case of we're doing so much that we've changed the outcomes already. I think that the climate projections, the climate models are getting more accurate now. We have supercomputers and... Mm. AI and all this crazy stuff, mm. right? But is it the boy who cried wolf where people are now we're seeing this? Yeah. We're seeing people go, well, no, you've been wrong for 50 years. Yeah, yeah and sometimes... Is that what we're seeing? I think in some cases we are, which is really unfortunate. Um, um, like I was talking to Delia about before the, the podcast started, basically, you know, cli- uh, science is one of those things that constantly evolves, mm. you know, the, and you have to go with the flow. You know, and at the moment, this we're is the way. best science we've got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll go with the flow with the ice caps, I think. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I guess so. If if the if we are getting to that point, where because obviously pollution and not contributing to it, just because I, I mean I brought up the point before, just because China's the main contributor to pollution and carbon, doesn't mean we shouldn't be doing what we can. Oh, no. so I agree, but the the taxes annoy me because I don't think they're actually contributing, and yeah. I'm not seeing a change or an impact, but. Um, there are things we can do yeah. and potentially it means just not sending our fucking recycling to China. Maybe doing it ourselves. Maybe it costs us a bit more as a country, but yeah. maybe the recycling gets done properly. I think, yeah, internal manufacturing is a big thing. We do offshore a lot of stuff mm. and um, you know we've got so many opportunities here. We're a resource-rich nation. Mm. Uh, we have the skill sets. We can easily pivot and make billions of dollars and mm. be better for the environment at the same time. But like, it, isn't it confuses it, me. Isn't mm. it just me? Like, I know it's a bit more extra effort, but for example, recycling. I'll just use recycling as yep. an example. We, you put stuff in your recycling bin, you think you're doing it right. Absolutely. If you do it incorrect, it's gone. And yeah. the whole lot's done. Yep. So that's a whole what, lot. the whole re- bin? No, uh, I, th- I think almost the, I think it's the whole bin or definitely all the bits in there that are... That do you, so do you, you have, have to learn? learn? I think that there is um, really good separation, but the problem is it's not consistent, mm. you know, from local government to local government where they send... Mm. Um, you know, the waste recovery or resources recovery sort of thing. 
that's not consistent sort of yeah. thing. I think they are working towards that though. Yeah. Like, you know how you have FOGO, like the red bins, the green bins, the yeah. yellow bins. And yeah. now if those taxes went towards funding people to be able to sort through those correctly, as, it, as we touched on yesterday, the, mm. the taxes that we put in certain areas are not always going directly to the areas that we're oh, being no taxed for, yeah. which well, is you, you fucking that frustrating. You see that in your... Um, Annual statement. Yes, yeah, you know, I got that. Yeah, it's yeah, totally that. Well, we said that yeah. yesterday. It's not like the oil taxes are going towards our roads specifically yeah. or anything like that. No, so, no. yeah, like we need one more blue bin, and the bins are the wiggles. Well, yeah, yeah. we got green, yellow, <laughs> fucking red. <laughs> if you look at um, you know some European nations, seven or eight bins. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, and for everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because, like, if I was to put... Um, There's I think one in Mexico like for humans, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I would say so, yeah. Run by the cartels. <laughs> That's the Coke white, the white bin. Like, yeah. Yeah. If you put, um, uh, if, like, I think if you put, for example, uh, a milk bottle in it, it's still got the sticker on it, you know, like, bang, gone. Can't, yeah. It's not getting recycled. That's so fucked. There's got a few do, things like that. You're supposed look, to take the lids off. Yeah. You know, your batteries have to go somewhere else. Yeah. You're, you're, you know, Who has time to take the lid off, man? Well, just people don't know as well. Yeah, and it's like it's I'm so uncertain. Thing, yeah. I've got one on my fucking fridge telling me what I need yeah. to do with it just to make sure I do and it right. It's too hard, man. Yeah, there's actually it like, is too hard. Yeah. I, I agree. There's a there's an app I have it. I don't use it. Yeah, <laughs> it's called <laughs> Recycle Right. Yeah, and uh, it's it's pretty basic. But basic, you select your local government area. I don't know if this is nationally or just mm. in Western Australia. Yeah, and then you like do a quick search of what you're trying to recycle, and it says what bin to put it in. Yeah, like it's fifty fifty chance. But here. surely so there yeah. could be like a th- a cycle where they like these guys qu- haven't quite recycled correctly, but we will have we have a we have a, a group of people that sort through this recycle. Yeah. So and they, they have that. They have. Um, they like do. P- people like this month were in my neighbourhood going around digging through the bins. They're paid. Not just oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> not not <laughs> yeah. for fun. Yeah. You live but in Armadale. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. my car, not my bin car. <laughs> But yeah, they go through your bin and basically give you a sad face or a happy face. What? Yeah, for real, for real. Oh my god! Yeah, one of my friends did this. Yeah, that's that's wow. bullying. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's tra- that, it's feedback. That's right? trash talk. They're is literally tra- talking trash. trash. Is it uh, government funded or is it just uh, is that uh, just like a I group think it of must people? Be government funded through like the local government. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. Imagine who signs up for that. You either really care about the environment or you really need to pay your bills because. Mm. To go cycle through people's trash is not one of my ideal... It's not a goal you're aspiring to. Yeah. Cause, cause I but I like s- the result that it will have, yeah. but I don't like the, mm. the shaming. <laughs> 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 but it's a good way to get people to do things. If oh, everyone's yeah. got a smiley sticker in your neighbourhood, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and you're the only shit. one, yeah. you got the shit emoji. Yeah. Maybe just... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just get put on pro- probation and they don't collect your trash anymore. Like you just have oh, to oh yeah. now that's, that's an incentive. That might get people going. That would. Yeah. Fuck, we just solved the recycle yeah, problem. That's an incentive. Sort of. That is a massive incentive. Do you think, think that would happen? I just think that would add to frustration because if there was one house on your block who... <laughs> oh, yeah. We don't, don't we have that anyway when we do like the curbside collection? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just go around and look like, you know... Just <laughs> bring out your dead. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. I think that's a great idea, but then you yeah. get the people that just don't give a fuck, regardless. Yeah. The best way to recycle goes back down the down, down the cycle to waste avoidance to begin with. You mm. know what I mean? So, and that's I find that weird that there are people who just genuinely don't give a fuck. Oh, for sure. They're, I don't under like I I, Probably um, got bigger, I, bigger. I get through the idea. I can understand the idea of people going, nah, climate change isn't real. I think it's a natural cycle, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That doesn't change the fact that you shouldn't be fucking littering. Yeah. You shouldn't be c- contributing to pollution as much as you possibly can. Well, Trying to make the best impact you can. Yeah. I just don't understand why there's people that are thick-headed. I don't get it either. It's like, even if it's close to being right or is 1% right, yeah. you, 
call it the precautionary principle. Yeah. You do it because you should sort mm. of thing. Mm. And because if you don't, it could get much worse. Mm. Well, that's what we got told about the COVID jab. Peel blood. Peel blood, yeah. baby. One of us. I guess. <laughs> I guess with the I mean, the recycles thing, because it is so difficult, you just don't like I, I'm I'm honest, man. I just fucking chuck it in and I hope they got someone that sorts it. I'm a I'm a fifty fifty sort of guy. I'll put the effort in and then mm. sometimes yeah, life gets busy. Yeah. It's, bad, a, it it's a good bad. way to create a job creation is have sure. have people working that job that Yeah, but then it's taxes, it costs people it costs money. Yeah, but they'll be making money back off the recycled product. But if, if if it's but not if a cost benefit. Onshore processing or yeah. local processing. And that's the next part of the problem is right. that it generally isn't for... Because what do we do? We send it to another country yeah, well, to process. Yeah, just with that Red Cycle program recently, yeah. like it all came out in the media that they were storing all the soft plastics because they, they couldn't export it anymore. Wow. So they're just like hiding it, basically. Which <laughs> really? Are, which would have been okay if they said, hey, we have to hold on to this for a while yeah. until we figure out what we're going to do with it and yeah. we come up with something and working towards it. But they weren't. They were just storing it and going, Ugh. It's like <laughs> Australia's <laughs> condom drawer. <laughs> Yeah, so just got a load of soft plastic still in the way. Let's hoping um, that we can do something with it. <laughs> uh, let's go back to the modelling because I'll, if you're modelling, you've got helping companies um, predict what's going to be yeah. happening. What, what's a predict? So mm. what, what we are we predicting is going to happen over yeah. the next 10 years? So we don't specifically do the modelling. We use modelling by like mm. said, much smarter yeah. institutes and people, mm-hmm. CSIRO, NASA, Bureau of Meteorology, all this these data sets come together. But you'd still get the information. Hey? you get the information. Yeah. And then, so say it, um, it's done on the international scale um, by the IPCC putting together the climate assessments. Mm. Then it gets regionally downscaled by um, an institution like the CSIRO. Mm. And you can look at, the, you know, like Southwest WA and like say Adelaide, they're in the same region. And then you've got like the range of lands that kind of cuts across Australia, blah, blah, blah. And you choose those areas where you are. And then you look at the modelling that's done there. And then you look at the past climate or the very specific you know, weather station that you're looking at, mm-hmm. and then you can kind of go, well, th- the model for this wider area is this. You're also likely to get those, but because your past history is this, yeah. that's how it's likely to affect you. There's other modelling you can do for like, you know, um, coastal erosion, flooding, co- um, inundation, that sort of thing. Yeah. Now, are you at all, that's and I'll go down the conspiracy path, yes. like are you at all concerned that you're just being fed Yes. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. How do you know that the information that you're trusting Be- because we yeah. can't out we can't outrule like that big money is being made from taxing for example oh. and so it's a very real that's the whole idea, idea that potentially yeah. <laughs> potentially these numbers could be fudged sp- specifically because yeah. it's a th- like I'm not saying it is no. but like that has to be it's something that's considered a lot of trust considered. in whatever mm. information you're getting is accurate yeah and, i think it's coming yeah. from like so many different parts though and independent entities okay. that unless it's like a global conspiracy that mm. so many governments are in on, like they can't even agree like, <laughs> on fucking anything. So, yeah. So, how are they going to agree on this shit? That's you know? yeah, like, true. Yeah. Because mm. uh, I find that pretty interesting um, where you do the modeling on a grander and you bring it down to, say, like our southwest coast. Yeah. And then you look at a specific station. What kind of things would affect um, local areas? Is it like hills, winds, uh, soil? Is mm. there anything else that they look at? Or is yeah, it just. So it, it, Really, just it does depend on the asset mm. sort of thing. Like, you're not going to put a wind turbine where it's not windy kind yeah. of thing, you know. Um, but it could be, you know, the fire um, risk danger sort of thing. Yeah. The day, you know, how hot it's going to get. Um, the rainfall intensity is a big thing because it really sort of confuses people. They're like, but you're saying there's less rain. 
Yeah. But then you're saying there's more rain. Right. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, less rain overall. But when it does come, it it's comes be hard. It comes hard. And it's then like that, me, that baby. <laughs> <laughs> that can overwhelm <laughs> systems. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be like, it could be an intense, like almost a monsoonal pour, and yes. but not like uh, spread out throughout the years. But that monsoonal pour would create a certain risk to structural damage or whatever it Absolutely, is. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Overwhelm like drainage and um, yeah. systems like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, okay. it's, it, it, And then you get flooding, flooding inside buildings yeah. and there might be something sensitive inside that building, you know, you don't want water on. <laughs> yeah, so it's much. like if you get a big downpour just before summer, uh, just at the end of summer or whatever, yeah. it's flooding because it's not, it's not being wet. Yeah, so much to think about, eh? That's crazy. What, are, what have you learned about soil erosion and coastal erosion? That interests me because yeah. it's our, our west coast here. So I have mm. learned uh, a fair bit of stuff recently, you know, because I was kind of just always thinking along the lines of sea level rise. I'm like, yeah, that's shit. Mm. But it's actually like all these cascading and combined effects between sea level rise um, Severe storms and storm surge, high tides, uh, all these different things. Can mm. All of a sudden, like the f- the coastal inundation gets so huge that yeah. you don't realize like how far it goes. And you know, local governments will do um, the hazard, uh, coastal hazard risk mapping, basically. Yeah. And um, that's something that we do for a lot of local governments and yeah. stuff like that. And look at the risk because the shoreline, like oh, they've got so many assets, they've got residents, like they'll become uninsurable. Yeah. Or their own assets will become uninsurable. Yeah. Um, so it's something that they're really. What areas about. have you done? Or what areas does your company do? Australia-wide or do you focus here? No, we do Australia-wide right. because um, like the company is like 11,000 uh, yeah, yeah, globally. Yeah. Yeah. It's like seven, about 700 in our Perth office. Wow. And um, in our sustainability team here, we have about 20 or so. And then that's broken down into different teams like circular economy, infrastructure, sustainability, wow. um, climate change, that sort of stuff. Cool. Yeah. And so infrastructure, that's just a whole different... Infrastructure like, sustainability would be more linear infrastructure, roads, railways, train stations. Do they look um, at climate risk to that? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, as part of that process. Yeah. So that um, there's the Infrastructure Sustainability Council of Australia that has like a framework um, to adhere to, like to build things, to kind of get a star rating mm. to say we're this sustainable or right. you know, we've done these things. Wow. That's, uh, that's a good way to make money if you're forcing, oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> forcing people to be yeah, well, it, morally... Well, yesterday, like, I think, or yesterday before, the, um, the federal government released something saying that um, basically all their government-owned assets, buildings and that have to adhere to a Green Star thing, and that's for like um, buildings specifically, not for infrastructure. But there could be one for infrastructure as well. Yeah, wow. Like every um, new building built or whatever or leased out over a certain period of time or monetary value has to get at least three stars or four stars, whatever really? it is. Really? Yeah. I, I feel like that's not a bad thing. Oh, no way. You know, I just don't like how the well, I guess it, I'm – I'm neutral, where you monetize moralness. Is that mm-hmm. a word? You yeah. monetize morale, being moral? Like, oh, my company's fucking, we're more environmentally friendly than yours, so we're better than you. Like, yeah, most companies don't care about that. They care yeah. about the, the cost, right? Yeah. So what you have to sort of, um, I suppose, quantify for them is the capex that they will put in to get these changes done. So it might be 10%. 15% more, it's usually quite a small amount if it's yep. done early yep. to change the design around to um, account for these changes, like double glazing or whatever it is. Yep. Um, but w- and then the operational costs come down, so then you have a, a payback period. Yes. So it might be like eight years of operation, you're going to pay it back. And then the design life for that building might be 60, 80, 75 years, whatever. Right. And for the rest, it's, it's neutral. You yeah. know what I mean? It's Saved you money. So, like, like, say a double glazing will uh, reduce heat and your temperature being increased inside. So that means you're saving money on your air conditioning and your power bills go down. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. like that. Yeah. Okay, and it's, it's so easy to do. Like, are know. there any new um, breakthroughs that have been being used in 
there's always innovations and like yeah. that's one of my uh, I suppose um, things that I'm really excited about is cool. like because there's so many people working in so many different areas like I'm trying to keep on top of them all yeah. and, and share some with us because whatever and is this you're what excited our about gets pa- us excited is this what our taxes are paying for is me to Google shit yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't see that um, job application <laughs> I'll review it yeah but is that what they're going towards these sorts of innovations yeah for sure and like some of these frameworks have points that you can get because um, they use like you might use these innovations. Um, in your project right. and they're like hey yeah this is cool and then they share it with the wider community and then it builds in scale you know what I mean right. so like, more people use it so there's a thing um, that I recently sort of discovered um, called Rhombus and it, it basically it's re- a shape that's been around for a while sorry I discovered it yeah and uh, basically it replaces um, the Rio bar the, the steel bars mm-hmm. inside trafficable pavements and replaces it with recycled plastic grid. Right. And and so one, steel is very um, CO2 heavy in its production generally, even though there is green steel now that's a bit lighter. Yep. But concrete, cement um, is, is really bad for the environment. And it changes the, the depth that you need from 100 mil in a normal um, slab down to 40 mil. So wow. straight away you're saving 60%. Percent, yeah. Right? Like and that's, that's not. Is that for paving roads? It can be used for for parts of roads, yep. driveways, right. um, patios, all that sort of shit. Yeah. And it's and, and it's airport aprons. The, the, the stuff that you put down when you're say putting a driveway. You know how we see those metal grids. Is that what yep. it is? That's it's new so stuff. It's, so yeah, so you get rid of the metal mm, and the yeah. little chairs, they, the little plastic chairs they sit on. Yeah, and it's just all like this grid pattern of um, plastic sort of thing. Makes sense. But is the plastic biodegradable? No, or is it plastic. just reused plastic? Yeah, it's just reused plastic. So one of the so instead so of like putting it in landfill, we're using it in yeah, so structured landfill. So the most recent one they did when I was talking to one of the um, the company directors was they have a factory or warehouse or something like that in Adelaide, and it was filled with old Holden or Ford bumpers. Right. And so they just use that as their feedstock to make this stuff. Right. So. Yeah. Well, what about the soft plastic that we're not doing anything with? Yeah, a different type of plastic, <laughs> right? Type. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That's Surely. cool. That's why I'm like, well, yeah, they're storing it and they yeah. do the wrong thing, but let's keep storing it and find so something to do with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All these sorts of innovations are so good, like for, in regards to <clears throat> anything that helps the environment is, is going to be good. For but sure. Right? I love this, that kid that did the, get, you know, the great Atlantic garbage patch or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, the, the, the garbage in. Yeah, you come oh, up with yeah. this. Like that sort of st- innovation is, cool. like you just need one person to... Yeah, just rethinking the crack. problem, yeah. right? Like mm. um, there's that company ZeroCo, you might have heard of it, it's like all yeah. over Facebook and stuff. Okay. Basically th- they um, go to Southeast Asian countries, like Indonesia or whatever, and collect all this hard plastic out of the ocean or mm. river systems mm. and then they turn it into... Um, like bottles that you can use for deodorant or soap or whatever. Yep. And you keep them there and they're refillable. Yeah. And even smart. The, and yeah, so basically that when you buy the pack or whatever, um, you get all these lifelong bottles to keep and you get the refills and you, once you've used the refill up, um, inside your pack is a postage thing to send it back to them. Yeah, cool. And then they wash them out and reuse them again. It's pretty And it's smart. coming straight out of the ocean. Yeah. I'm like that and they they're, they're killing it because yeah. it's awesome and it's like they're good products, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. Not affiliated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For a fee. Yeah. What um what else is there? Uh, any other new cool innovation? That's pretty interesting, the little rhombus like, and obviously there's always um changes um with electric cars and yep. the, the battery chemistry. Yeah, I'm interested in that because the batteries and stuff like that obviously yeah. obviously the uh, so the electricity that goes into running the car yep. is still powered by a carbon. So what's the difference there, it first is. of all, without the battery? So, yeah. So without – yeah, there's, there's lots of problems with electric cars yep. and all that. You know, you're like, oh, I'm plugging into the grid. It's, you know, fed by yeah. gas and, and coal. It's like, mm. yeah. But 
um, by and large, every year on year on year, we're getting more uh, bigger proportion of our electricity from renewables mm-hmm. as wind farms come online, as you know, um, solar farms come online, stuff like that. So, like I have, I have an electric car, I, I plug it in during the day when I can, mm. and I turn down the amperage, so I'm only bringing in from solar in theory, sort of thing. Mm. Um, but uh, okay. when I'm lazy, I just plug it in at night. I'm like, mm, mm. I'm getting this from coal. But if you've got your solar that's stored it. In yeah, if you got thing. A, but the thing is, yeah, yeah but you're a conscious. You're making a conscious choice to do it's the on right the work, thing there, yeah. Or the work, work, worst thing, which <laughs> <laughs> makes it even worse. Right? Yeah. And then even wind turbines have their issues. Like one, just the the oh, yeah, so that's fucking the size of them are huge. Yeah. But then those blades only last a certain amount of time. Yeah, because they, they were traditionally made out of like uh, fiberglass or some, some yeah. shit mm. like that. That yeah. was really hard to recycle. But um, just recently, they've started. Um, Bringing them on scale with recyclable materials. Oh, okay. That's pretty so, cool. Yeah, it's really cool because yeah, there's graveyards you know yes. throughout the world of these turbine things, um, yeah. these composite materials or whatever. Okay, but yeah, so changes like that. Like yeah, eventually, like this. I just saw that the South Australian government, I think, maybe wanted to put 250 windmills in yep. wind turbines. Yeah, and the most that they've ever had in one place is 11, I think, in the Netherlands or something. No, no, that can't be right. no, 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 definitely no, not. in the ocean. Putting it out oh, in the, in the ocean. ocean. Mm. Oh, There's okay. actually a lot of plans off the coast of WA, um, off like Albany or Bunbury. Um, yeah. Albany, up, yeah. Up Kalgoorlie. Oh, not Kalgoorlie. That, what's that other one? Kalbarri. Yeah. Um, off the coast up there. Definitely a few down near Albany. Energy are looking at all that. Like, lots of different places. Because they're fucking, at. the size like, of them is like yeah. unbelievable. Have you driven? Oh, you have yeah, I've clearly driven have turbine, yes. You've oh. driven? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you driven through the, or seen the ones in uh, California, out near Death Valley? Um, no, no. Um, yeah, fuck. It's just massive. Like, yeah. Like horizon of mm. winter. Yeah. It's just I like just I see that I'm like, oh, that's so good. Like yeah. people are like, oh, they're ugly. I'm like, mm, who cares? Like, yeah, like not there's nothing ugly. there. Like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think now they even look at it as like the social cost of putting them in, in the sense of like the eyesore, the aesthetic value of it. So they put them so far off that you know the curvature of the earth, you can't really see them. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's so stupid. But, but <laughs> yeah, this, this um, <laughs> like people just get over it. Like, but yeah. and I, I, I agree. I think what if we can do to to make the world a better place and less polluted is always obviously sure. good but i hate the moral posturing from fucking governments when, oh, they'll, yeah. when they'll just uh, they'll they'll look past money and then they don't have to do what everyone else has been told to do for example um that tassie bloke that i shared you the reel and we oh shared yeah it. the tasmanian the forest uh scouts guy yeah I'll, I'll get it up maybe we can listen to the audio in a second he's been actually we'll just listen to what he has it's to pretty say. fucking sad yeah, it's what's real. the context just have a listen to this yeah i think he says this type of destruction also destroys our rivers and streams for generations to come. Water so polluted that sorry, sorry. Yeah. humanity is fast losing one of the keystones to life, health and happiness. That keystone is our ancestral connection to this earth. I just received a letter from our government department of Parks and Wildlife Tasmania informing me that I can no longer film in my prospecting endeavours. I can no longer walk off an unmarked track, no longer have a fire on a winter's day and can no longer pitch a tent in the bush. Meanwhile, they are letting large corporations level our old-growth forests in a matter of days and allow corporate giants to dig holes in the ground that can be seen from space. This type of destruction also destroys our rivers and streams for generations to come. Water so polluted that no living thing can survive. The poor decision-making by our governments in office buildings needs to stop before we as a people lose all our freedoms. Freedoms that all should have a choice to enjoy. What's your immediate reaction to that? Something oh, like sadness, to be honest. Yeah. Like, yeah, it just makes me sad. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me at all. Like, and that's... Um, yeah. Who was that? That was Tassie... 
some Tassie bloke, I think it was. Uh, ta- give him a shout. Tassie out. boys prospecting. So it's a yeah. bloke who goes around. He lives. He does the sort of like what we're just talking about. He does the sort of permaculture style, like he lives off the land. Yeah, does like videos goes like that. So he can do all this. He can showcase the. Yeah. He's trying to showcase the beauty of the natural planet yeah, and trying to live in yeah, yeah live in I harmony f- with it and eat. Uh, you know. To play devil's advocate, I feel like he's he hasn't draw, drawn a long bow between what he's doing and foresting, yeah, yeah, yeah. deforestation. But he's but I think with what the things he was stating is can't put a fire on a winter's day. Maybe that's during some form of risk. I think they're not saying like they're taking away his rights right. and freedoms, and but, but at the same time they're allowing that's these other exactly. because of the impact. Yes. Yeah. But then they're letting this other you know industrialization Fucked happen and development yeah. happen like and they're over overlooking us. it because they're fucking because of money. Yeah. yeah. And money yeah. in this and that's why I was getting at before. Yeah, I completely agree. We can't overlook the fact. Pos- that is that us? That's probably us. I'll uh, our doorbell, but it's usually the it's you no it's usually the wedding place. Delby, they ring the wrong doorbell. Um, we can't overlook the fact that money can be considered and, yeah. and we see it there as a perfect example. There's a guy who's being told he can't <laughs> go into his own natural yeah. fucking forest and make videos and yeah, Sometimes the decisions it. are just disgusting. They go again, you know, the, yeah, like you said, the contrary to, I suppose, like what we need mm. and why do they get to do it? when we can't do these simple things. A hundred percent. So, yeah, yeah that's, that, that's that moral posturing I'm talking about. Like, yeah. that, that's just absolute horseshit. That's just fucking... I think they are making moves to um, restrict um, old-growth um, deforestation mm-hmm. in different parts, like in um, the highlands in Victoria and stuff like that. Yeah. They're looking into it. Because, um, but it's all state-controlled. Mm. It's like, well, you could just do it. Mm. Like, it's not hard to... Yeah. And, that, and I think, potentially, we mentioned this again yesterday, and it comes. it's a very different feel, but, like... You can have one politician who's like, I'm going to make a difference, I'm going to do the right thing here, and then he hits a fucking roadblock of 10 people oh, who yeah. are being lobbied by the people who are making money out of yeah, there is a, there's mining a guy companies. guy whose name I can't remember. He's currently uh, in Parliament uh, as a backbencher or something like that. And, yeah, same thing. Like, he's so passionate about yeah. these things, and you hear him talk, and, and he's nearly in tears, mm. getting nowhere. Yeah. And, and this is a, a big issue. Like, a lot of people... Who listen to our podcast know we're not a big fan of Mark McGowan, yep. but Mark McGowan, the reason, like uh, the obvious reasons, with the lockdowns and a few things that we weren't fans of, but also, you know, the fact that he was just a fucking uh, arrogant cunt, uh, well, an arrogant <laughs> cunt, but a, a whore to the recess resource industry, and and yeah. and now we see he's possibly going to start working for them. So it's well, he's already it's, working. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. So same as Julie Bishop. Yeah. yeah. So and <laughs> it's so obvious that these. <laughs> These things are happening. You can see them happening, and you point them out to someone who's like, oh, "I love steak, daddy." Like, <laughs> fuck, mate! Like he's definitely playing into their hands. He's yeah. going against everything you believe in, and that's, and and that's yeah. not just here as well. Paid. Like I've seen that uh, in Canberra recently. Like, and they're talking about changing the rules against lobbying, sort of thing, where the people are in these positions of power and, and these decision-making positions, and mm. then they leave, and mm. where they go work for, you know, like. A, Somebody that they've just helped. Yeah. Industry or something like that. Someone yeah. they've just helped. And it's like, hmm, yeah. that's dodgy ass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the recent Canberra like stuff is uh, you're allowed to have cocaine over there, up to 15 lines, I saw. So <laughs> is that I want to find out who they're that? working for <laughs> after. I saw that dude bring in a bit of bud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we see this in every big business. Like the, uh, some sort of politician or someone on a board of directors, like you see it in the, the yeah. COVID jab stuff with the World Health Organization, and then they end up on the board of directors at Pfizer. Like, you know, it's just these sorts of conflicts of interest are everywhere. And whether yeah. it be that, yeah. whether it be fucking climate, that's why people are so skeptical. suspect and skeptical. Yeah, you get disenfranchised with it, and, yeah. and you get skeptical, and you, um, you can see where these, you know, conspiracy theories sort of you start reading ulterior. 
alternative. Yeah. You know, but it's almost some of them aren't conspiracy theories; they're just theories oh, yeah, that get proven correct. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And they've, they've turned. They're, yeah. yeah, they're a hypothesis that gets proven true. Mm. Like, and, and it's not. It, it's just being tarred with the brush of conspiracy theories. Yes. Well, conspiracy theory has been was a, a tactical. The word itself mm. was a tactical invention by the CIA to to make anything that went against their narrative. Oh, those oh, trustworthy guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Are you, um, um, never had an issue. Do you have any political issues in your uh, field? Do you ever yeah. f- find any roadblocks? Oh, even if I did, I don't think I could talk about them. But no. Yeah. <laughs> Without being murdered. Yeah, I'm so low down. I don't have any, uh, yeah. you know, interaction with any decision makers or anything like that. It's yeah. great. Because I was going to ask as well that just, uh, sorry, before I forget this one. Um, yeah. So have I read as well, potentially might, might mm-hmm. not be correct, but there's offsets for big business. Yes. Um, so like you can, instead of paying your carbon tax, you just go buy a heap of land that has, that you can supply trees for or whatever. So I'll be yeah, paying more tax from carbon. The way they trade, like the, the, the trading scheme will be like, oh, well, I'll make, he, he had a cap to his, you know, emissions that he could have done, but he, he came under that cap so he can put them into the market and then sell them to someone else who didn't come under their cap. Or so whatever. it's, <laughs> it's, it's, and it's, I, I hate it. Like, cause offsets aren't a thing. That's logical. Like, as in they don't work. It's not. Yeah. Like, it is. It's like, a tree you plant a tree yeah sure well, what's the survivability rate of what you planted for one mm. and you know like the global warming potential of all those gases that you have emitted might yeah. stay around for you know tens of thousands of years potentially or yeah you know and this is what and, and the tree's not yeah <laughs> like, and well, this is what i've always 100 or 50 yeah well, it gets, gets big enough and they cut it down right like, yeah. <laughs> sweet deal. Yeah. this has always been my issue with taxes as yeah. well because of the fact that uh Big business is just like a fucking football coach. You can bring in a new rule mm. and a coach will figure out a way to get around it and, and manipulate it to work in their favour. Just like a big business. They'll yeah. figure out a way to get an offset. They'll figure out a way not to pay the tax. Yeah. And then the little guy who doesn't have the fucking millions of dollars of fucking profit every year, yep. we have to sacrifice, we have to pay more tax, we have to probably eventually have a fucking digital ID where we Are have a carbon footprint <laughs> thing and, oh, you can't go on a plane ride next year because you... You've used did, up your yeah, carbon. Your carbon yeah, fucking credit. You're just driving down the road and like... Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Oh, you reach your cap. You start carbon but this is my, that's my issue is like if it was a consistent play, level playing ground for everyone... It'd be be like, though, right? Yeah, that's never. just the way it's... It's designed the way the system is designed, I suppose. Mm. I just look at recently with the, the tax stuff. We had one of one of the big four um, consultancies advising government while at the same time they're advising companies how to get around the tax the rules that they were <laughs> they were helping the government invent. Or wow. like, right. It's like, oh, how these, is that legal? Hey, hey guys, oh, I don't think it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, loopholes. Yeah, I'll make sure I write one in tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, wow. Out of control, right? That just, one company should not have... Both. No. That's, that's a conflict so interest, right? Yeah, that's like coaching Brisbane and Collingwood in the grand final. Yeah. It's like we need to hold the governments accountable. Oh, what a, and what it's what so prevalent across but this is Australia. The, but yeah. this is the thing. I've said this before on any... If there's a conflict of interest, if you're going to profit from a policy change, then you shouldn't have any say in that policy change. Like, right? It's just fucking disgusting. And we're never going to change it. We're a fucking... It's funny because I complain. <laughs> like, I complain here. Well, we've I solved guarantee. so many other problems already. Like, yeah, we have. Yeah, we're solving. We're, we're solving yeah. the world. We've problems. done recycling. We've done ice caps. You know what I can achieve? <laughs> Mate, we've solved more world problems today than we have in a sauna. Yeah. Have you ever been in a sauna? Imagine and, if we oh had my beers. God. How many would solve? Yeah. yeah. If we had what beers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, sauna is global warming on a different scale. Mate, you go in those saunas like you go in on the wrong day, and there's forty fucking people in there just trying to solve. 
world hunger. Oh, Could or not think of anything change worse. Or <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Oh, I, fu- I can't sit still for that long. <laughs> Scan each other's balls. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. One of our past guests, uh, Joshy Rotham, I used to go to the same sauna as him and he'd sit there and <laughs> we'd just like roll our eyes at each other. It's pretty fucking... <laughs> It's pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah, sauna's probably contributing to climate change yeah. as well, so. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Good offset it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you learned any of our major risks for WA with your company? Mm. Specific to us? Yeah. I think with any um, urban area that's along the coast, mm. you'd have to say sea level rise, coastal inundation, mm. all those things. Because the coastal erosion issue. on West Coast Highway freaks me out a little bit. West Coast Highway. Yeah, yeah like, like where Marmion, Beach. yeah, North Beach, Marmion. Uh, you mean the Max Club? You, you're seeing it happen, or yeah, you think like it's, it's happening? If you look at photos of uh, oh, Waterman Bay, oh yeah, from even like ten years ago and twenty years ago to now, it's like really, really coming up closer in there. And we've got a couple of islands off the coast, probably protecting us a little bit as well, like yeah. in this area, yeah, like, you know, Garden Island, right now, stuff, stuff. And yeah. you said before, like Australia's per capita is one of the worst yeah but i feel like largely we'd be unpro- we'd be untouched in what, oh from climate change it's just, it just pollution in general like our, our, our like the outback is just so vast and empty yeah, we're just so big with so many like so little people you mean mm. yeah 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 so obviously in those small little points on the coast there's going to be a lot of shit going on. Well, you're not going to get But I guess there's mining. Mining would be a big contributor to our per capita, would it? Would that fucking holes yeah. in the ground. Would they that's where a huge part of it comes from. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's and that's owned by China, so it's still China. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> China's offset it. <laughs> China's offset their own fucking yeah. 33%. You need, to get, you need to get Twiggy and Reinhardt in here. Yeah. And be like, are you guys trying? Fuck, yeah. I'd love Twiggy to... I mean, oh, Corey I hates him, but if he was to sponsor the pod as a philanthropist... <laughs> are you, are you, are you, you're always willing to sell yourself. Yeah, I'm actually willing to sell myself, actually. Twiggy, sponsor us, but we're not saying what you want us to say. Yeah, I 100%. It's easy to say, oh, all these dogs, fucking look what they're doing. The minute that you have the chance to set your family up for generations, mm. you'd be like, well, maybe, maybe <laughs> it's China's not, so not that bad after all. <laughs> what would you do? Like, honestly, if you – so I'm, I'm pretty um, – uh, Well, so, I caved I'm and got the jab so I could do yeah. – so I could make my year's wage. Mm. So – but if I had my chance again, I would tough it out knowing that there was an end in sight. But if you, even if you didn't know there was an end in sight, I didn't know there was an end in sight. Yeah, I uh, – I was in a weird scenario at that point in time because I'd just gone full-time comedy. Yeah, you I were had, scared for, yeah, for your I scarcity had, mindset. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if I was to relive it again, yeah. I would stick it out. Because I'm still of the opinion that I've got like some sort of fatigue every morning from mm. the jab. But in heights, yeah, so that, that so yeah, I'm interested because I, I feel like, let's say uh, a, a big pollution contributor came to us and said, like um, Woodside. Come and said allegedly, well, allegedly, allegedly came and said they were going to uh, sponsor our podcast. Yeah, I instantly. Do you mean go, our Lord and Saviour's Woodside? <laughs> I'd instantly go. Do you mean Goodside? Fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, I mean, without them, we don't get medals. Yeah, but that, right? do you know what I mean? Like, I'd be so against them. I, f- I think they're disgusting. But at the Just same time, I'd be Freo. like, as soon as they did that, I'd be like, well, I mean, you're going to give us how much? I find it hard, like. In the crux of it, what they would have initially started out as is a company that was trying to find iron ore, whatever it is, so they could make metal and make Mm. a profit. Mm. The side part of that is you fuck up a shitload of the environment. But I'm sure, I don't know, you probably know better, do they have a lot of things in place to try and fix what they're fucked up or is that just like lip service that they go, oh, we're doing this, but really? I can't Mm. really speak for Woodside. Or just mining companies in general? 
I think a lot of them are trying to do better. Mm. But it's do so better. It's so okay. hard to just go, oh, it's the mining company. Well, they're a business that's yeah. responsible to, to shareholders for yes. making a profit. Yeah. Most yeah. shareholders can influence the decision-making process through choosing to buy the shares or, you know, writing to the board, whatever it is. Sort yeah. of thing. So, I don't know, like, we're all responsible. It's a wee problem, way, right? Yeah. Not a Woodside problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that um, what I didn't really realise the impact it has on the ground up there. Like, when mm. they dig those fucking big-ass holes yeah. and to fix it, they just fill it in. Yeah, imagine if we were somewhere else, imagine right? Imagine if we were Singapore. Yeah. Right? And like that small of a footprint mm. doing the same level mm. of mining. Yeah. You'd just be like, where do I go? Yeah. What about garbage in, in itself? What impact is the garbage in the... Garbage the, blows my mind. Because it's just chucked in the... Chucked in the bin, then it goes somewhere. It just... Yeah. And well, it's chucked into a big fucking... Compressor. A big, no, a big hole in the ground. And then they yeah, just... The so, like one, that's obviously going into our water table. Because um, it would seep down potentially, but I think now they look at those sort of risks. Mm. But there's lots at of where issues. Where it is because yeah. garbage. Two things blow my mind, and I can't. I still can't conceptualize it. When we turn the tap on, water comes out. Oh yeah, like so lucky. Forever, fifty percent. Yeah, from shower, D-cell, basically. Is it really? Couple, yeah, give it a couple percent. Here really? Wait a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. What did you just say? Fifty <laughs> uh, percent of our water, thereabouts, give or take one or two percent, comes from desalination. I didn't realize we were that that high up. Yeah, I thought desal was like a future, like wet, no. what wet dream you 50%. could call it. Fifty <laughs> percent, yeah. a pipe dream, yeah, literally. Pipe dream. Yeah, fifty yeah. percent. Where are our major desal plants? Quinana, Quinana, yes, and somewhere else. Like Hepburn? South. Is that Hepburn? Or no, it's a water down near Bunbury or something like right. that. And there's another one getting built? Or it's just and what do they do? They, they desal from the ocean and yep. pump it into our dams? Or I think there's a combination of like they can recharge our groundwater like um, Mangara. Uh, there's a big aquifer. Yep. Um, so I think they can pump water into there. And uh, that would that allows it to seep down naturally into our water table? Is that what I, I, don't, I think they would probably directly pump it in there. I'm not sure okay. how they do it specifically. But yeah, yeah because of all the um, deforestation um, and the, the decline in rainfall mm. since like the 70s in Perth or the, the greater region, the dams just aren't getting the recharge yeah. that they need naturally sort of thing. So they've had to look at other ways and that's how they've done it. Like to Yeah, that blows, it blows my mind that we have... We're so humans are so smart, but yet so dumb. Like yeah. we've set up suburbs that sprawl the oh, entire coast, oh and they've figured out a way to get water to come out of your fucking tap for as long as you need it to, man. That yeah. blows my head. And, the fact and there's a million of us. It, right? yeah. yeah, there's a million of us that do that, yeah. and there's still just water comes out. Don't so know where that from. And rubbish dumps. And then <laughs> rubbish because <laughs> I think about how much rubbish my one household makes. Oh, yeah. You times that by 1.6 million people just in Perth and you see how I it's can barely hole. get my fucking rubbish in my bin. It's a big hole. Dude, big hole. Big hole. How <laughs> the fuck do we get rid yeah. of it Karen all? And where does it go? Karen up waters. years and years and years and years. Karen up waters. The golf well. course on Burswood as well. Yeah, they were they were rubbish dumps. Eh? <laughs> You're probably living on a rubbish dump right now. You don't know it. Like right. an old one. There's so many around. Yeah. And then back in the day, yeah. The traditional stuff. owners. Yeah. <laughs> of the rubbish Fuck Literally That's insane actually Because it wouldn't it break down It blows my head Well so it like does But just takes well, millions. I, I would think there's going to be like Urbanised mining eventually You know yeah. Where they dig up these Old landfills And they're basically mining for Not precious minerals yeah. But plastic and stuff like that Metal yeah. that they can recover use. Yeah Because they, they do that now With important stuff You know like metal gets recycled And all that sort of stuff Like <gasps> anywhere they can make easy money Yeah Urban mining in like mm. Old dumpsters Dump Garbage, 
grounds. Expo- garbage grounds. Yeah. What are yeah. they? What are they called? Like, yeah. Tips. Landfills. Tips. Landfills. Tips. Landfills. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, also like Rockingham, um, the city of Rockingham has their. Speaking of tips. It <laughs> 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 just came to me. <laughs> They're like, well, I think they make the most amount of profit than any other local government. Like from their landfill, really? Because they harness the methane to make energy from. That's that. funny. So are you really? saying, I thought they would just dig out the meth and sell. <laughs> are you saying that their local member for parliament well, was yeah. who is profiting off landfill? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Mike McGowan. Ah, Mike McGowan. That's so funny. funny. Rockingham's actually there's a hell hell nice part of Rockingham. The beach. Yes. Fucking it's beautiful. Beautiful. It's beautiful. So underrated. Right? Yeah. Like that foreshore area where all the trees. So are, good. Probably the best in Perth. Yeah. Like, Cotter's like, well, you're going to be gone a few years. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock and Ham, we've got okay. a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. You, okay, it's that's, that's interesting because you, you say it in jest, but yes. uh, do you think that like the beach is going to be gone in 10, 15 years? No, not 10, 15 years. No, How no. long? Depends which beach. Yeah. And, and what like, modelling? Yeah, well, not so much to the modelling. What um, emissions pathway, socioeconomic a shared socioeconomic pathway we take. Mm. So whether we get our act together and really get on board with um, doing electrification of um, our homes and all that sort of stuff mm. and, and you know going to renewables, whatever, mm. or whether we just keep going business as usual. And um, the question is, so with the natural, the actual natural uh, ebbs and flows of, of the heating process of the planet Earth, yeah. how much quicker is that going to happen like is, is it going to be like oh it saves us 20 years it's still going to get that hot no matter what we do is that oh, uh, no, is no, that no, an like, issue or is it no, like hundreds no. of years is it thousands of years it's difference for those natural variabilities in, in climate it's thousands of years okay like, if not millions of years yeah okay. so when you talk about yeah it, it's not on the same level mm. so we still regardless we're still going to keep heating uh, but just at, but we're speeding the process. I'm not sure how what we're doing now will affect those long term, like those thousands of years ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just know, like in the short term, so a couple hundred years, like mm. we're, where we're kind of going, depending mm. on what path we take. And are we are we actually heating as we seeing a rise, or are we just seeing our carbon dioxide levels rise? So it will affect um, the climate that you get in different areas differently, sort of thing. Like mm. so north and south of the equator sort of thing, closer to the equator, whatever, closer to the poles, you'll get different things. So in WA, they sort of think about it like the, the weather that you would see at roughly 140 k's north of you, mm. that's what we'll see like in 20, 30 years' time. So oh, yeah. Now let's, let's, um, let's put something else out there. This is no, I don't want to put it in the universe. But um, climate change is obviously, let's assume the worst and it's going it's to make some pretty bad impacts yep. on the planet. Yeah. Um, Pole shift happens in twenty years, and who gives a fuck? Like, what because if a pole shift happens, we're, everything's fucked, regardless. Where my mum starts. I don't even know what a pole shift is. Yeah. Mum's starting at the strippers. <laughs> it's a pole shift. A pole shift. Do <laughs> you mean the magnetic pole shifting? Well, yeah. When the magnetic oh, which they're drifting. Oh, yeah, they're drifting yeah, yeah. already. So, like, and I know we're overdue. Like, fuck, it could happen in a year. It could happen in fucking a hundred million years from yeah. now. But we're on that sort of path where we, we're ready. We're yeah. So, you're like, yeah. why bother? Not oh. why bother because I'm, I'm still of the. Old, just because you're maybe not going to make an impact doesn't mean you shouldn't yep, try yourself. Yep. But, yeah, well, like... What effect will that have? This, this Do we all die? I don't know. I don't even, like, I on I a pole shift? Know. Yeah. I haven't read oh, up on that. Doesn't sound yeah, good. Yeah, it wouldn't be very good. Well, apparently the magnetic poles are north and south every X amount of years completely flip. Yeah. Right. So, so we're, we're, we're a little bit overdue. It just means the birds will have no idea where the fuck they're flying. We're a little bit overdue. And Santa's yeah. going to just come in... Gen- but in a... In 
fucking January. What sort of scale we ever do? Like, yeah, was it like supposed to happen ten million years ago and it hasn't happened? Like, or is it, was it supposed to happen uh, last year and it hasn't? I happened? can't Bro-sides. remember. I used to be across it, but yeah. we're yeah. See, see how far so we're much overdue. Shit to keep up on. Yeah. yeah, I used to be across that one, but like, just sort of just. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the pole shift thing, for example, like that just yeah. means like, well, who gives a fuck? Because <laughs> every three hundred thousand years, and we're on about that path, aren't we? Maybe it's one of those things. If you can't, you know, change the course of it, you know, like a so three hundred thousand years. So we've we've been here as humans that we can sort of remember and have, you know, uh, chronicle chronicles of what we've been doing for what two, three thousand years of that, four thousand years. Yeah. You know, so not not long have we been chronicling that. So three hundred yeah. thousand, if it's every three hundred thousand years, and it's, yeah. you know, we're fifteen thousand years overdue. Like, I'll probably put that on the low yeah. risk. Isn't it crazy? It just happens. It's happened one hundred eighty-three times in eighty-three million years. 83 it blows million. my fucking mind. I had the Earth's just like fuck it. I'm transpole. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm changing, and it just flips. And the North so Pole, I identify as the South Pole. It yeah. is something that they they uh, potentially attribute the uh, pole. The, the, sorry, the Ice Age to. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. uh, and those sorts of things. But then that's also uh, you're going down the f- like the the younger Dryas <laughs> stuff <laughs> with um, Graham Graham Hancock and yeah. these sorts of ideas of potentially when, it was when the last one was, but. Yeah, kind of fucking trippy. Oh uh, yeah, uh, I vaguely remember it being around about three hundred thousand years ago, mm. or just uh, just on uh, just uh, over. So we're we're on that due point. That's what I always think when but I. But it could be another moon. ten thousand years, and <laughs> yeah. who gives a fuck? Like, like for us, it yeah. means nothing. But like if you if it's in two days, yeah, that'd be shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I probably wouldn't put my recycling out. Yeah, we're, we're drifting. Pod, pod won't release. <laughs> yeah. What is the poles? The poles are drifting. The poles are drifting like... Um, oh, I, think I think that was World War Two, wasn't it? The Germans <laughs> made them. <laughs> the poles are drifting a certain amount yeah. every year. All landforms are sort of moving like, you know, Australia's moving closer to Papua New Guinea and all that sort of stuff. Mm. You know, yeah. Mills per year but then I wonder what sort of impact... So we talk about the, um, uh, the slow impact of what climate change mm-hmm. is and heating, but then the moon obviously plays a factor when it comes to tides and stuff. And that's very slow, very slowly, but yep. very slowly moving away as well. So I wonder, oh. I wonder if that would play an impact. Does it say, Delby? Uh, it just says the poles have swapped reversing north uh, many times over 20 million years. Earth's fallen into pattern of pole reversal every two to 300. The last one it tried to uh, flip, attempted, and then snapped back into place about 40,000 years ago. That's crazy so that it tried s- and didn't. Yeah. It just happened. Like, do we just like get way lighter for that period or something? <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know. Seven hundred eighty thousand years ago was the last one, so we're overdue. If the moon's getting further away, am I getting lighter? Maybe or carbon emission oh. is good, stopping that from <laughs> happening. So like, keep polluting. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the takeaway. <laughs> it's North Pole looting. Maybe it's South uh, Pole looting. Maybe it's outside forces, Daniel. Yeah. Uh, oh, their experiment. Yeah, can't um, risk their experiment getting fucked up. <laughs> how much uh, research has have you guys looked? Well, actually, it's probably not even your field, but the bacteria that they've just discovered that's learned how to eat plastic. Oh yeah, the, uh, eating PET. Yeah, in like a landfill in Japan or something. That's pretty cool. That's, that's so exciting. Of course, it's Japanese yeah. as well. Godzilla. They are so innovative. Even their bacteria has figured yeah. out how to fucking eat plastic. That's man. so sick. Hey? Yeah. yeah, I heard about that like last couple of years. Yeah. Scale it. Scale yeah, it. fucking oath. Yeah. Yeah, That'd let's just fill fill the landfills with that. But what if that pl- <laughs> yeah. that bacteria that eats plastic... Gives you cancer. 
or, you know, everything <laughs> yeah. is against it. Yeah, yeah. or like progresses, like AI or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's like let, let, it, let it go from AI. plastic onto soft plastic onto, every, onto uranium. And did then you we see can do these, nuclear without worrying. Did you see these robots that, like, their battery is based on eating left, like, meat? Like food, humans, it's called, like whatever. It's called yeah. Delby, I think. Yeah, zombies. Yeah, like they're they're battery, based yeah. off eating li- like uh, what would you call it? Like protein. Yeah. Okay. So their battery's based off protein. So yeah, right. technically, it's a renewable battery. No, the robot's battery is powered by something something like that. So basically, I'm just getting at broadly, they could eat you. Yeah, and zombies. that would be their power. Zombie bacteria. So Fuck we could yeah. have robots floating around. And that's are what powered by eating us. Give to the politicians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, right. that brought up an interesting fact I haven't spoken about much. What, what's your knowledge on um, nuclear power and the risks? Oh, and that? Is yeah. That, is that of any risk? Or I think it's so tightly it? managed yeah. that obviously there's always going to be an inherent risk with, mm. with nuclear, but depends on what sort of scale you look at. You know, yeah. like is it going to be the Fukushima-sized plant or is it just going to be a reactor on a submarine or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because we've been sold that idea that nuclear power, right, is but it's actually disgusting. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really great. It's just the waste product, right? That yeah. we struggle with. Yeah, but there's a lot of problems with the waste product. Yeah, yeah. Where to store it and safely. I don't think there's any good storage solutions. Yeah. At the moment, what are they? They chuck it underground in a barrel. Hey, I, I'm pretty sure that's it. It's like, oh, Australia's yeah. pretty big. Let's dig a big hole. That's and such an Aussie food. That's an Australian fucking yeah. solution. <laughs> where is it, mate? Hey, fucking just out the back, mate. But hasn't just it in a barrel? Line. Yeah. Just hasn't, isn't the waste an old? An old, t- like an old time one. They don't do that anymore. They have nuclear fission, fission and fusion. Yeah, I think. And uh, and the 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 biggest fear with that was the issue with like for a meltdown. Look, which we seen in Fukushima. Yeah. Um. Obviously, not being able to contain that, but the, uh, the apparently again that was that still an now. old school version. Mm. The way they sort of housed it. So now the new oh, ones are so. There. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. The new ones are so. Um, they're so much better. Uh, what's it called? Waste production. Oh, they don't no, not the waste money. production because I think there's fuck all waste Efficiency. production. No, the way they're housed is far safer. Um, yeah, so okay. they're not going to be, f- you know, filled with water and also, like, contaminate the whole of Japan. We're just really Japan. stable here in WA as well. Mm. Like, we don't no earthquakes. Not, not many. Well, we do yeah. get, but they're not real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't wake up, right? Yeah. Yeah, because that's... Uh, that's that. What we should be doing is just storing the waste product in Japan and letting their bacteria figure out. <laughs> yeah, eat it. That's how Godzilla luck. came around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because isn't it? Because it's an old. Um, it's an old myth. Not an old myth. Because it's the old way of doing it. Yeah. I've, as far as I was aware, that nuclear power is the cleanest power it is. and it's the most efficient. But we were just worried because of uh, Chernobyl and Fukushima, yeah. mm. um, those sorts of issues. But again, they're old plants. Yeah. You see them in in the Simpsons. Mm. We're we're full Blinky. of that idea. That's why we think there's all this waste and stuff, but I don't think that's the case anymore. I mm. think they've changed. We'd okay. have to get a nuclear fissionist on. Yeah. Delby yeah. has just manifested a <laughs> nuclear fission expert. They should be able to find one now with the, the new submarines. Yeah. That blew my mind that we, we won the contract over, fuck, who was it? The French. Yeah. We no, we, we didn't win the contract. No, we didn't win the contract. Didn't Adelaide oh. win the contract no. of, the, of maintaining the submarines or something? Oh, build oh, the building of the, the building? submarines. Well, mate, yeah, yeah. Did we win it or think, no? I think yeah, on a, like a small part of the overall project, they okay, might have won. Right. But like, because yeah. the French threatened to leave the embassy over it. Yeah, because we went and bought yeah, US ones. The French ones. got pretty pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, we went it's and like bought good. US the embassy ones. smells better. No. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that blew my mind like that. I've got tradie mates that work on the mines. Like, do you really want fucking Bazaar working on a so uh, nuclear <laughs> submarine? So <laughs> what, what, what's, what year is it? 2023? 20, yeah. Oh, yeah. So in 21 years, because they're due in 2054, I think. Fuck in 21 yeah. years. Some of that relevant We're still technology. doing this and we're, <laughs> yeah. we're, the bi- we're the biggest podcast in the world. Mm. We'll just look back on this video and go, whoa. Fucking glad we got those fucking submarines. Yeah, <laughs> it. yeah we're going to need it. Fucking the way the, the, the world's going. What, in 21 years? <laughs> I think we're going to borrow some yeah, UK, yeah, I uh, think. Yeah. US ones in the meantime. I was yeah. going to say, if something's going to happen, I think it's going to happen pretty soon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, probably should, before November next probably, year, if anything's going to happen. Oh, if you shit. were to ask some sort of conspiracy theorist. <laughs> mm. Mm. Well, mm. Bubba, Bubba, what's the blind? Bubba Gump Shrimp. No, Bubba Gump Shrimp. <laughs> that was a question in my quiz last night. Oh. The blind, the blind mystic, Bubba, oh. Bubba Yaga. Baba Yaga? Is no, that's fucking Keanu Reeves. Is he uh, as good as that octopus that predicted like the FIFA outcome? <laughs> yeah, he's so good. <laughs> now, she's like the blind mystic. I can't remember her name. She mm. reckons that um, something incurable is getting cured next year and we're going, oh, we're going to war. I know who war. you're talking about now. That old yeah. lady, she's Fuck dead yeah. now. Yeah, she yeah. made all these predictions, predictions yeah. back in the day. Okay, yeah. so something incurable is going to get cured next year yeah, and then so I can get my herpes fixed. Cool. Yeah, finally. <laughs> finally. Yeah. And um, there's a war. Putin's going to be assassinated was her other... Oh, that makes uh, sense. Well, that one sort of makes thing. sense. She died 20-something years ago. Something, 30 years yeah, ago, Yeah, she predicted maybe. COVID or something. Like, or, or yeah. Oh, is it that one? The, 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 okay. Mm. Yeah. But she's like, I don't know. Same thing as Nostradamus. They just take what she says and make they're it. Cheap. The time is, yeah. time is not linear. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So they're just picking what sort of timeline that was at the time. Yeah. Mm. So... Um, that said, we better wrap it up. Yeah, you got a little bit to go. Is there anything that you're super passionate about that interests you that we can leave on? Or have we covered it? Mm. Uh, just, just recycle. Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> recycle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Cool. Did you ever work on a in the navy on a nuclear sub? I've been on a nuclear submarine. Cause I was Is a it just like a normal sub? Yeah. It, oh, you're a submariner. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Have you got all of our secrets? <laughs> I don't know we about that. No, no comment. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been on the Los Angeles class submarine. So where did the Titanic guy fuck up? The Titanic guy? Yeah. Yeah, the Titanic diver. The, the Titanica. Oh, the, that thing. Yeah. Oh, that was it. That was like old mate just like building Home his mate. garage. Like, what do you think's going to happen? Insane, he didn't mate. want to abide by any like standards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. should have got you for a climate risk assessment on this <laughs> fucking sub. You're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck. That's scary. Have oh. you ever had any issues go on when you're down there like he would have faced? Or is it all our defence yeah. is great? Uh, that. Yeah. Um, but, yes, there's always issues. Scary. It's an inherently dangerous place working on a submarine. That scares the fuck out that of me. That weird, weirds me out, like, when we were going to Rottnest for a year 12 camp and then just a submarine popped up. You remember that? No. No, on our ferry over. Yeah, it's right. Like submarine. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Garden Island's over there. Makes sense. Yeah. That makes like, sense. I would feel so <laughs> helpless because if you fucked at the bottom you fucked eh? yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's an escape tunnel and uh, back in the day used to say it's just for the wives and girlfriends yeah and it was like primarily men yeah said, you know you just tell them we've got it that'll yeah. be fine you know, but but what, it's not if you jump out the top you gotta hold your breath for a fuckload right <laughs> there is and a system in place crushed <laughs> yeah wonder <laughs> it's not gonna be a great time yeah. I mean I, I don't know how much you know but do you have to like watch out for whales and stuff yeah. like you can't, you can't like um, coral look, reefs you like can't watch out for them while you dived, mm. but you can hear them, you know, yeah. through the sonar, like you know, like biological, you know, bearing this or this. Yeah, but like yeah. if you're going along in the submarine, I don't know, you you weren't a pilot. I've, he- or, I've heard or, rumors that 
you know, yeah. submarines have knocked into them. I did drive the submarine. Yeah, oh, right. you drove the submarine? Yeah, it wasn't my primary job, but it's... Um, <laughs> yeah, like, I just took over when he was sleeping. <laughs> 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 like, it's, it's a shared role, so, like, lots of people do it, yeah. you know, because you only do an hour shift at a time, mm. yeah. but you might do, you know, three out of six, depending on, like, how many people that are qualified to, yeah. to drive it. Other and you this. heard that someone had run into a whale. <laughs> Maybe the whale yeah. ran into them. Yeah, we'll never yeah. know. No one stopped us the whale. Yeah. You know? <laughs> what about a big giant squid? Just... Oh, <laughs> yeah. Bang! Yeah. Sequest. Remember Eddie. Sequest? <laughs> No, what's that? Do you remember Sequest? No. Yeah. But like giant squids are dark. Did you ever... I never saw a giant squid. I saw a massive no. fuck-off crab once on the camera. Really? And I was like, oh, big crab. And fuck. then by the time I got some, it was gone. Don't no, believe me. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. That's well, a big-ass like crab. A, yeah, it was huge. Fuck, yeah. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. We'll wrap we, it up. What, uh, have you crabs. got anything you want to plug? Nah, I'm all good. My friend Gordon that now works at Minrez, like, yeah, we're on to you. All right. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. a threat. Yeah, <laughs> Delby? Oh, I'm actually, yeah, I just did some gigs on Minrays. Um, best food on site. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, up up north you did. Yeah. yeah. I did a couple uh, of, of freestyle rap shows up there. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was sick. I've heard they've got good setups. Oh, my God. The food is just like so good, man. Um, yeah, December 14th, teacher comedy night. Get along to it. December 15th, Hard Jones podcast, a Christmas comedy special. Um, and... Uh, next year, April twelfth, I've just launched the theatre show for Fuck yeah. well done, Teacher Delby. Comedy Night. I'm very proud so of you fingers for that. crossed. I'm shitting myself, but mm-hmm. I can see it filling up. A thousand people. Let's go. Uh, Patreon, join the Patreon, um, and uh, shout out to my boy Massa. Ten years ago today, passed away. R. Tragic, R. baby. Tragic uh, day for me. It was a bit. It's it's a, a celebration of his memory. I'm going to go have a coffee with a mate Little. this afternoon, but uh, do miss you, mate. And um, one thing I do want to say to my listeners, the, the night he did pass away, I actually ignored his phone call. He left a voicemail, didn't get to speak to him the next day. So if any friends call, just always answer because you never know. Yeah. No, no, I'm yeah. not trying to be all right, negative, but just answer the phone call because you never know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, miss you, Massa. And um, that's it. Cool. Cheers. Thanks Thank for coming you. on, mate. Well, thanks for having me.